This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I need information I thought you might be able to help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Now tell us everything. everything. Ozzy Osbourne canceled more dates as he continues to recover from a bad fall earlier this year. Uh, mm. But he issued a statement saying he's not dying. And he's not retiring, so just calm he's down. He's not. He's recovering. Calm down, people. Goodness, boy. I wow. mean, this guy just keeps on going. He, he does. does. Yeah. Worked for a marketing company that was a part of the OzFest tour for a while. And that was when I was, let's see, 29? So uh, I'm 46 now. I mean, he had to read his own lyrics off a teleprompter then. at the time with Black Sabbath. Wow, I wonder yeah. what's happening now. Oh, I mean, who Robotic knows? Robotic voice or something in there. Robotic voice, yeah, you never know. Mm. Well, uh, and it's, uh, by the way, it's Sharon Osbourne's birthday uh, oh, this week. I think it was yesterday. Oh, yeah, oh, happy birthday, birthday, Mrs. O. Oh, mm-hmm. I love her. Okay, the green cardigan that Kurt Cobain wore on MTV Unplugged is going up for auction, and it's never been washed. The auction house Ooh, says it comes gross. with stains and cigarette burns. So, wow, who owns that now? Uh, I don't know. I know that. Um, remember, wow. poor uh, Francis Bean had that guitar that yes. he used during the Unplugged show. She had a boyfriend for a while that um, he claims. Well, he took it and claims that she gifted it to him, and they wanted it back. So um, he got to keep it. Yeah, he did get to keep it. How sad. That's just creepy. What Very a jerk. Sure. Why would you want something that you, uh, this girl, her father died and it's the only yes. piece of thing, uh, something that she has from him when she was a baby. Mm-hmm. He passed away. So that is just shameful in that guy. Yep. You know what? You know what, Don? You know what, you know what we call that on this show, Don? What? Dush. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Douchebag of the years. True. Yeah. Okay. Um, on to the biggest story, I guess, in the last couple of days. Uh, Matt Lauer has oh. been accused of rape. Uh, Brooke Nevels, the former NBC employee who accused him, uh, called his open letter defense a case in victim shaming last night. She said, there's a Matt Lauer that millions of Americans watched on TV every morning for two decades. And there is Matt Lauer who this morning attempted to bully a former colleague into silence. Um and also she said that um, he knew she knew that basically he would do this and she is not afraid of him now, regardless of his threats, bullying and the shaming and predatory tactics. I knew he would and now has tried to use against me. Victim shaming. Yeah, the letter is uh, y'all should. I mean, if you can get through it, it's very long. And he goes he goes on the defense uh, in, in every possible way so i read it i read it yesterday it's Ugh. it's uh no i don't even know what word to use maybe i'll use it's um 
Hmm. Like that. There hmm. you go. Yeah. All right. That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Demi Moore opening up on Howard Stern. I'll have that for you in a minute. Meanwhile, welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything. Ooh, this easy chair is comfortable. I'm Jace with Lex. It's easy. Like me with that doctor, I guess. Uh, and Don McClain. Oh, my God. I missed a lot when I was making that phone call. You've never told us that part of the story. Well, look. Here's a deal. Okay. we and got I a feel, lot of time here. Come on. Uh, no. I, okay. Here's a deal. And Colin... Colin was the same way. I mean, not the same way, but Colin oh, really... Oh, yeah, Colin. Well, he was. He loved, <laughs> as did I... He loved the dating thing. I didn't... I, I, I should retract a little bit. I didn't love the dating thing. Um, I Once we were on the date, I was fine. But the process of dating Lex, you kind of remember, I oh, didn't yeah. love that. Yeah. Um, I did the love my... and I did, out. Yeah, I didn't love that. That just drove me nuts. Mm-hmm. But I did love once we were on the date, because I hadn't really done that a lot as a gay man in my 20s because I didn't have a lot of confidence in my 20s. I didn't. I didn't. I, I really didn't date a lot. Um, it was only in my like mid-30s that I gained some confidence and put myself out there. And then I got into a relationship rather quickly yeah. after in that period of feeling my Wheaties. I felt my Wheaties for about two months and then boom, I got a boyfriend and he turned out to be a fraud. And then, <laughs> then yeah, then oh, yeah, yeah. he turned out to be uh, not oh, quite good what old he days, huh? Oh, remember the good old days when I <laughs> dated a fake British man? Oh, yeah. those oh. were oh, those were the good old days. But um, tennis pro even mm-hmm. had that. He had the look, you know. He had the sweater wrapped mm-hmm. around his shoulders and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember the guy that I dated that said he worked for the Hillary Clinton campaign? Remember that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did that turn out for me? Anyway, um, so then I got out of that. I got out of that relationship, and then I only had a few months. Uh-huh. Uh, Lex Knight uh, partied a little bit, and then, boom, I met Ryan, who I then dated for almost, well, I dated for three years. Yeah. And then I was single for May, June, July, uh, August. So basically three and a half months, and then I met Kyle. So I dated in that summer uh, between Ryan and Kyle, I dated a couple guys, uh, vis-a-vis Match.com. Yeah. And yeah, Jason had some fun. And Colin did too. Colin always talks about that period. He's like, I loved the whole Match.com thing. Uh, and he loves the, the, loved the process of dating. I did not like it. I did. I didn't. But the one guy that the, why we're talking about this is <laughs> right before, right before Kyle, I dated uh, a doctor. And uh, and we went on a few dates, and one of them was the famous story that I always tell. It was my birthday. Uh, it lit- I had a date on my literal birthday, and he knew this that it was my my B day. Was this and, the first date? Uh, this was 
The first date was really not even a full date. It was like cocktails. Sure. And he didn't have a lot of time. So this was the first, though it was the second meeting. Yeah. It was really the first prolonged period of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If if memory serves me right. And um, so we went to this restaurant and and as I live and breathe, I'll never forget this as long as I live. He was a very sweet guy. And uh, he he goes, I I have you. I I got some presents for you. And I went, oh, 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 you, no, no, no. You don't you don't have to do that. We <laughs> we don't even really know each other. I don't know you like that. <laughs> I don't know you like that. But okay, so oh, that's th- sweet. It was very nice. He was a very kind man, and and he slid over these two wrapped packages. And I was like, oh, okay. There's two. Girl, you got two. You know. Mm-hmm. So I put, I, I put my special man, Jason. Mm-hmm. Wow, I put my egg roll down. I'm like, damn, I want to finish my egg roll. But okay, so I put my egg roll down and <laughs> <laughs> said, <laughs> "Can a boy, can a girl finish her egg roll?" Anyway, so I opened up the first thing and it was, um, it was a book. And when I unwrapped it, the the back of the book was facing me, and I'm like, "Oh, a book. That's that's nice." And I flipped it over, and it was a book about Rwanda. Mm. And it and it had a vulture and a malnourished youngster on the cover. And I was like, okay, okay. I don't quite know what to do with this, but okay. <laughs> at least it wasn't both that said how to be gay. You know, uh, 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 well, something. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I because it, it meant I, something I, to him, right? I, mean, it, I was, guess. I think. I don't know, but I I gotta tell you, like, not very sexy right now. I yeah. just I uh, there's a giant vulture on the cover, and I just thought, okay, so okay, so I said, oh my goodness, thank you so much, you know. So then he goes, open the other one. I said, okay, and he was a little more excited about present two. So I open up the second one on Rampant, and it's a CD. And it, he goes, I made you a mix CD of all the songs that I love. Aw. Wow. That's very intimate for a first date. G- girl, date one and a half. I mean, this is like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Were they on dance tracks, or were they love ballads, or were they? Um, I got to tell you. you, so not, I, you just, oh, yeah, that's right. I remember what happened now. What? You never even, you didn't listen to it. No, no, I didn't remember on the way home. No, no, no. I, oh, so, okay. Oh, no, no, no. I listened. Girl, please, are you kidding me? I had to know what was on this CD. So, first of all, I'm like, oh, this is cute. Like, dude, dude, we're in our, well, I was in my late 30s. He was a few years older than I was. <laughs> I know. Clutch the pearls. Jason dated someone older than he was. But anyway, <laughs> um, I'm thinking, oh, this is cute. We're like basically 40, and he's making me mix CDs. This is so 1999. Yeah. So I got in. Uh, we said goodbye for that day, and I got in my car, and I couldn't turn that car on quick enough to put in. That's back when cars had CD players. And Mine I put still my. Does. Yeah. Don's too. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought they I discontinued them. Yeah. No, no, I thought they. No, no, no. I thought anyway. So <laughs> right. No. Not I, yet. Yeah. You're listening to the CD. Yeah, so I'm listening to the CD, and girl, like, I don't remember the songs, but I do know all of them. Now, Lexus is probably remember All of them were horrifically, like, depressing. Oh. It was, they were all, like, angsty. <laughs> songs about Rwanda. 
Oh, I mean, it was just, <laughs> it was just <laughs> all of them were, and I kept going, waiting for like one maybe pop track or one uplifting one. Oh. But, you know, everyone was like, you know, my mother lost an arm or, you know, I, I just. Was it a country was, CD? <laughs> I, well, it was a mix. I mean, okay. he had he had varied taste in style, but in tonally, they were all horrendously depressing. Mm. And I was like, okay, girl, I can't. Yeah. I don't know. But I went on one more date with him and, uh, and there was some good making out. And then that was, that's and what that I remember. It. Yeah. Well, I, I remember. You were done after the gifts. No, I did one more and at my house. Or no, we went, we ended up going back to my place for whatever reason. And no, I know uh, what reason. Yeah, that's why I <laughs> to give that German family a baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Don. I had to. That's, that's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> we went back for little wiener schnitzel, and then we went. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, but no, he was a very nice man. And to this day, I really wish I could remember his name because I, oh, I, I, I. What? You don't know his name? Well, he, don't no. You keep, do you keep a list? No. Oh, okay. Oh, no. I. Oh, no. Uh, I don't. Uh, do you, Don? Do you have a list, Don? Um, we do need to take a break soon. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Lex. Yeah, we, right, we no, need to go girl. till eighteen after. That's right. No, Elizabeth isn't even here. She <laughs> yeah, isn't even no. ready to do the dirt alert. Uh, no, what have I done? Oh, do gosh. you have a list, dog? Oh <laughs> uh, no, I just have a list in my head. Girl, you have a scroll. Don't even, don't even sit here acting like. He's like, I got a chapter book. You, oh, you, you have a list, book. don't you? Chapter book. No, come on. Oh, oh. So you can find this guy, huh? I yeah, if he's around the area, like I really, Do you I found message the, him or? I found no, no. I'm just curious of what he's doing because he really oh. was a very nice man, and um, and then recently. I found the book. Like I came across the book, and Kyle laughed. I, I should. I was like, "Look at this. Here's the here's the book." And uh, he he wrote in it, but for whatever reason, he didn't sign his name. So I was like, "Oh darn it!" Oh, no. um, but yeah, all I know, all I remember is uh, he was a doctor. And he loved sad songs and books on Rwanda. Mm-hmm. And, and that was about it. <laughs> so, and then I met Kyle like a couple days later. And oh, then we've been wow. together ever since. Oh, no, literally, it was boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I gave the baby up to the German family, and then I met... Uh, George <laughs> Very George. Yeah, I knew I had to go on it. I had to, I had to deal with that baby quickly. It was yeah. like, let's have it. Did Let me have the baby the quickly. Baby? They traveled here, obviously. No, oh, you I flew to Germany quickly. I what? flew to Germany. I had a date with Colin on a Tuesday. I got back from Germany on a Monday. It was mm, fine. It okay. all worked out well, yeah. <laughs> it is It is. Uh, it is 8.16. Hey, oh. do we have a half-price deal today? Yes, we do. Oh, okay. The half price deal is a uh, learning RX brain skills assessment just for $49. That's half off the usual price for my talk listeners. This is a one hour test and ex- explain why you or someone you love struggles with attention, reading, memory, or other learning challenges. Uh, so this is going to be a great thing for people who have been wanting to do this. Go to mytalk71.com yes. keyword deal. Keyword deal. Yes. Get those Elizabeth. Deals. Elizabeth Reese is next with the Dirt Alert right after this. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. It's time to get caught up with all the dish of the day and the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning, friends. Good morning. morning. Boy, Matt Lauer dominating the headlines once yeah. again today. So, um, Brooke Nevels is firing back, calling Matt Lauer's rape defense a case study in victim shaming. So this is what she said uh, last night. NBC News published Brooke Nevels's retort to Matt Lauer, who earlier in the day, he slammed accusations that she made against him as outrageous and false. Here's what Brooke Nevels wrote in a statement to NBC News. There's a Matt Lauer that millions of Americans watched on TV every morning for two decades. And there is the Matt Lauer who this morning attempted to bully a former colleague into silence. His open letter was a case study in victim shaming. I am not afraid of him now, regardless of his threats, bullying and the shaming and predatory tactics I knew he would and now has tried to use against me. So her allegations became public yesterday. Of course, we talked about this in the Dirt Alert. Variety published a story based on Ronan Farrow's new book called Catch and Kill, which is, by the way, out on October 15th. And Brooke Nevels is the reason Matt Lauer was fired. Within 24 hours of her making her allegations of rape to the network, they fired her. We also learned that those allegations were brought to the network's attention at the urging of Meredith Vieira, who was Brooke Nevels's um, uh, boss. Brooke worked as Meredith's personal assistant when she began this relationship with Matt Lauer. Yeah. So um, moving forward, there are, it, it just gets more murky. So mm-hmm. here's what um, page six is speculating. That the next big get in TV news media in terms of the interview may be Matt Lauer himself. So Ronan Farrow is going to do a big interview with Good Morning America on Friday. Everybody else now is chasing after Matt Lauer, trying to get him to talk about it. So um, he hasn't said... I don't think he's going to. Well, insiders are saying Mm -hmm. he hasn't said no so far. 
that there are conversations happening, like if Gail King or Diane Sawyer would interview Matt Lauer. I didn't. Th- I, I thought no, absolutely no, before his letter. But now with this letter that he wrote yesterday, right? I think he's mm. more open to it than ever. I kind of think so too. <sighs> yeah, maybe. I, I just don't know if there's a win for him in this. I don't because, think you know, that his I d- statement got him any. No, was was well handled. I think he's just arrogant enough to do it. Yeah, he's yeah. He certainly told himself a story. Yeah, about I've things. been silent too long. You know yeah. that that was his first few lines there. Yeah, and the, I think the problem is when he went into when he said a classic case of you know when Brooke Neville said this is a classic case of victim shaming. I have to say, I mean, it was the first thing I thought when I read that statement, which was he was saying to, saying, well, she's th- contradictions. There's one Brooke, and then there's another Brooke. I mean, it really is what what women go through mm-hmm. over and over and over again, which is. They're just called crazy or inconsistent mm-hmm. or, well, you were there willingly. These are all of the things. You can still be assaulted if you're in a relationship with someone. 100%. That's, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know. Yeah. yeah. Matt Lauer's ex-wife, Annette Roque, uh, what does she have to say about it? Well, there's a statement issued via her attorney um, basically saying that the, everything is final. They are focused on their three children. So her only concern is for their wonderful children, mm-hmm. is what Annette Roque had to say. Now that the parties are officially divorced, her priority and only concern is for their wonderful children. Mm. Our client will make no further statements. And that's a little bit of a bummer because I think, I get that she doesn't want to say anything negative about her ex-husband, but, you know, I think woman to woman, there is a, there, there's a responsibility to support mm-hmm. victims and people who say they are victims. But maybe there's a more uncomfortable truth mm. that she believes Matt. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think Look she's doing Cosby's it for her, their children. I think so too. Yeah, yeah I know. But I'm saying, yeah, it could be any one of those. But I'm, uh, I, I, I'm curious. I was telling Lex and Dawn, I'm curious to see if anyone comes forward to his in in his defense because he referenced people generic people in his letter right. that he claims knows the truth or can back up his version of the dynamics between him and this young lady. Right. So is that Meredith Vieira? Is that, you know what I mean? Who, who is he referring to? And will any of these people, will any of these so-called people come forward? And to I think, defend? yeah. And I think Meredith would be a tough sell because Meredith was the one who said to Brooke, go, you need to, you need to report this. Yeah. And, um, and in, the book, Brooke Neville's outlines how she, other people knew about their relationship, but she hadn't told anybody about that incident um, that she's in which she says that he raped her in Sochi. And then she says she told Meredith Vieira about it. And then at Meredith's urging, she went to the NBC brass. And that is when he was swiftly fired within 24 hours. Yeah. It is mm. going to continue. Again, Ronan Farrow's book is coming out on October 15th. So, you know, we've got five days to kind of see what happens and if any of these other interviews happen. Apparently, everybody's also after Brooke Nevels to try to get her to do an interview. She's not answering phone calls or um, returning anything. Smart. There you go. Uh, Kevin Hart returning to work after this life-threatening crash. I can't believe this. This is so soon. Just last month, he's started working on the marketing campaign for the upcoming Jumanji sequel alongside um, The Rock Danny DeVito and Danny Glover, they were all happy to see him. I guess that they all reduced their work schedules to accommodate him. Mm. 
Kevin Hart fractured his spine in three places. Oh, my, oh gosh, my right. goodness. Three oh. places in that crash. It was his 1970 Plymouth Bar- Barracuda that veered off a highway, crashed through a wooden fence, and plunged down a gully. Oh, my gosh. His friend was behind the wheel. Yeah, and then he had to have multiple surgeries. I guess the couple, his friend and her and his fiance, um, are now reportedly planning to sue Kevin over their injuries. <gasps> Arguing that his car didn't have proper safety harnesses or airbags. Oh, no. Did they even have seatbelts in 1970? I mean, honestly, I don't know. I don't think so. I really. No. All right. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, Download Elizabeth's uh, newest episode of her podcast, Best in the Nest, with uh, Marjorie Punnett. You can find it wherever podcasts are, and you can get to it easiest by vis-a-vis mytalk1071.com. We'll be back after this. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, dad. From Alexis. Have you heard about the movie Constipation? No? That's okay. It hasn't come out yet. (laughs) This has been a dad joke. Very funny, dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. Oh. (laughs) Still waiting. Still waiting for it, guys. Still. Okay. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk 1071, everything entertainment. You know what? I did actually smile at that one. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. I did. I smiled at that one. And that's about it. That's but right. I mean, I did I'll take it. I did I'll take it, guys. I did too. I, yeah. I smirked. Yeah. Did you see, Don, you saw it. The. MSNBC anchor with her kid. Oh, I love oh. it. Yes. Oh, this is so kind cute. of a visual thing, but she does react. I have a, a, a clip of it here. Uh, she is a mom. Uh, she works for MSNBC, and her kid wanders into a shot the border their concern is that they want um their concern is that they want to have a, a kurdish excuse me my my kids are here live television um, <laughs> they want to have um they want to have some sort of a an area where the kurdish uh forces that are in syria in northern syria who turkey sees as a real threat as a yeah. terror threat they want to make sure that they don't they aren't able to establish an area that they could present an Oh my oh, God. God! It's so funny. It's just bless her heart, and I just don't know how that happens on a set like that. But you know what? Working moms. She put hashtag working moms or yeah. MSNBC put the cute clip up. So and she's and trying I, to talk about Syria. <laughs> yeah, I know Kurds. <laughs> oh gosh! And there's little Timmy. Hey, mom. <laughs> hey. Yeah, hey. I will, I will retweet this from MSNBC at dawn I and wonder, dark. I wonder what. Um, who was supposed to be watching him, and uh, what happened to that person? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Some assistant is in a little bit of trouble. Oh. No, I hope oh. I, that's. And I love that other other networks have picked it up and have shown it. Yeah, yeah, which is so cute because it's just it's that's a that's just a real moment, you know, just a real nice. He's moment. just a grinning and a grinning. Yeah, he's like, hey, mom, I'm on MSNBC. Yes. <laughs> uh, 835, uh, Demi Moore was on Howard Stern. You know, Stern is, um, Howard's in Hollywood. He's opening, uh, he's doing a whole week of shows. He had Aniston on, Jennifer Aniston yesterday, and uh, Robert Downey Jr., Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, I actually had them on a couple days ago. But really yeah, great guests. Great guests. And again, Snoop great. Dog. Yeah. Seth Rogen. And again, 
good conversations. Great, great little newsmaking conversation. So he was talking to Demi about a lot of things, but one of the one of the topics that came up, I was like, oh, this is a, a, a blast from the past, was her legendary Vanity Fair cover photo that Annie Leibovitz shot. Remember when she was pregnant? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, she was pregnant with her second child. Well, and they're friends, too. So she was taking photos of their family from yeah. right when they got married. Yeah, here's a, here's a little bit of that. Listen to this. The Vanity Fair cover that you did when you were naked and you were pregnant, I think, with your second daughter. Yep. And Don, have your button ready. No, I'm just joking. I, I did skim oh, this Lord. one. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so iconic. Annie Leibovitz shot that yes. cover. Yeah. She came down to Paducah, Kentucky when I was pregnant with my first daughter, and we did nude photos for us. Right. So at the end. You mean of, you just hired Annie Leibovitz? You no, know, she just came down and. She's and, a friend? Yeah. She, she did our wedding. She basically chronicled the whole growth of our family so and so she talked about how howard mentioned wow you really started this whole trend now the kardashians and oh i think it one of the williams sisters i can't remember which one um I, I, this was unheard of i remember dawn like you were probably a little too young but dawn i remember the hullabaloo about this uh, this cover. Oh that yeah, they had to cover the, co- the cover. Yes, they had to cover bookstores. Yes. Had to put in their displays because Vanity Fair at at a lot of stores were up by the point of sale. They were up by the register and they were in those racks. And bookstores had to put uh, covers over the cover because yep. there was such outrage of oh my goodness, it's a pregnant woman. Um, how dare and, she even work or get leave the house? Yeah, yeah. How dare how dare <laughs> oh, she leave the house? You said, yeah, I listened to the interview too, and she said that there was a a woman at church that said the people the church ladies were talking, going, "Isn't it about time that she stays home?" Oh my lord! Okay, I would slap the crap out of somebody that <laughs> said that to me if that I was, was a sign once. of the times, though, Jace. That's I how know. it was. But you know, and even pathetic? fashion changed after that too. I mean, you women were wearing the little pilgrim collars, and you know, I like the prairie dress, but you know, if that's all your options are, that's very limiting. Well, what's frightening about what you just said is this wasn't that long ago. No. <laughs> This wasn't that long ago that people still felt, oh, shouldn't you go back and make dinner for your husband like Donna Reed did? Yeah. You're pregnant. It's like, it's a pregnant belly. Who cares? But, I mean, but that it, picture was revolutionary. I mean, yeah, I it was. just, I remember seeing it and just going, wow. Okay, mm-hmm. Demi, look at that. She talked about Ghost, too, and because it's one of Howard's favorite movies. And she talked about the fact that um, now, it's just a part of the movie. Her pixie cut hair, her, her hairdo. Mm-hmm. But she told Howard, she said, "Well, there's a little, there was a little bit of drama with that haircut because when um, Zucker, who directed that movie, when he hired her, Demi had long hair, and then on a whim, she decided to cut it and showed up on set. Didn't ask the director, didn't talk to the studio." Showed up on set with with a drastically different hairstyle. And she said that uh, uh, the director was uh, visibly not pleased. (laughs) And she didn't even think about it. No. When she cut it. She was just like, okay, girl. I'm going on vacation. I've always wanted this cut, so let's do it. And she did it. And now I can't think of that movie without that hairstyle. Yeah. 
And they everybody. see better when they're throwing that pot. Ooh, that's hot. Oh, still. And, and she talked about the critical. Well, Howard talked. Well, both of them talked. Uh, the critics did not like that movie at all when it came out. Mm-mm. They thought it was trash. It did not get good reviews. And, and Demi was saying, I didn't understand that because everybody that I showed the movie to, good, smart people loved Ghost. She said she didn't understand the the critical backlash, but it doesn't matter because time and history have been very kind to that movie. Uh, Howard's right. When I think of sexy movies, that is one that immediately pops into my mind about real love and real romance. Because seriously, is uh, that the last scene? It's so sensual. Even when I I mean, we think. Yeah, the pottery scene, but I always think of the scene where Sam gets to touch her one more time yes. uh, via Whoopi Goldberg, and they cut the music, and you just hear both of them breathing, and then the the song comes on, and then that one little tear, and then Demi starts to believe. Now she knows that Odame oh. isn't making any, you know, for sure that Odame isn't making anything up. Yeah, I could cry the penny. Oh. oh. Yes. The damn penny. Oh. See. It's uh, oh. And and like Howard said, reminding uh, Demi how good was Whoopi Goldberg in that movie? Oh, yes. I mean, she was just No one I mean, no yeah, wonder she won the Oscar. Yes. I I, I just yeah. Yeah. So good. The other thing that my that I thought was really interesting in this interview is that now think of Top Gun. We've got Tom Cruise, okay. and then Kelly McGillis. Now think of Demi Moore in that role instead. She was a top runner for that film. Oh, I could see it. I could see it too. I could absolutely see it. She just said she botched that whole interview. The the audition. Audition. Yeah. Yep. Well, let alone all of the other things that they talked about with her family and her parents and the assault. And I, it just, Eddie could have talked for 12 hours. Forever, yes. And so it would have been really interesting. It's just really cool to see how open she is about it. And, you know, this is my story and this is what happened. Yep. Another great interview by Howard. Yep. Love you. Baba Booey. Baba Booey to y'all. It is uh, 8.42. Don't forget, friends, uh, if we don't say this, B. Arthur will slap the crap out of us. Project Down and Dirty Masterpiece presented by Chanhassen Dinner Theater tickets are on sale right now. Uh, it's uh, tw- the October 23rd through the 25th of the Minneapolis College of Art and Design. And uh, you can find out more. Use keyword masterpiece. Yeah, my the show's on the 25th. We want to hang out with you. We do. Come on. See all the... Weird things we're going to create and all yes. the fun. And we mm-hmm. heard about the uh, the appetizers. Yeah. They're not like little little mm, bite-sized heavy things. Heavy hors d'oeuvres. Heavy. Basically, yes. you will be able to eat a full meal, girl. Just yeah. go around several times and you can get your fill. That's right. <laughs> uh, when is it? What do you mean? The for the, uh, the party. Oh, the gallery yeah. opening. The party. Yep. Yes, yes. Get your tickets now before they're sold out. It's going to be fun, appetizers. fun, fun, and there's limited tickets, so get to it now. Get to it now. 843, we got to get to a commercial. We'll be back to wrap up the show right after this. And now, a hilarious Halloween dad joke by Alexis. Why don't angry witches ride their brooms? They're afraid of flying off the handle. This has been a hilarious Halloween dad joke by Alexis. That was a good one, Lux. That was good. Mm-hmm. It was a quality, mm. 
Thanks, piece my of, talkers. That's a quality piece of humor right there, Lex. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We need to okay. get new ones, Lex. Yeah. We need uh, yeah. my talkers. You, I mean, do you guys want them? I'm not sure. Yeah, I do. We do, oh, Lex. We okay. want them. Oh, yeah, okay. Lex. My talkers, we need new Halloween dad jokes. Please submit them to us. Please. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Email the show. And email the show. That's right. Don't email us. Just email Lex. Actually. Oh, right, Jason. Right. What? I have a what? question for you. Are you ready to tell us what you thought about Desperado? Since tomorrow is uh, our force movie, I am ready. I yes! am ready. Okay. I, uh, yes, I am. I watched it actually before I left for Disney. Thank you for reminding me. So yeah. no, I am ready to give my Desperado forced movie review you tomorrow. It? Yeah, I already watched it. Yeah, I just went to Disney. Nice. That's all. But no, I already yeah. watched it. Yeah, I I took care of business. So Great. so I will re- I will release my social media video. I will release my <laughs> social my social media videos this evening nice. on the Insta. You can see a couple of my reactions uh, when I watched that a uh, craptastic motion picture. Uh, so that uh, that's tomorrow. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you for that. Thank you for that reminder. So, yes. Yes. Now we're already oh. there. Oh, it's time to talk to the baby. Let's talk to oh, Lex's hi. baby. Hi. Hello. Hi, baby. Hi. How you doing today, baby? I'm good. I'm just picking out my Halloween costume. Really? What are you, <laughs> what are you leaning toward this year, baby? Mm, well, I thought I might be a vampire. Okay. I'm looking at Target.com on my iPad. That's <laughs> right. You have costumes. An, I forgot you have an iPad in, in Mommy Lexus's womb. Yeah. Mommy mommy had to put some restrictions on that iPad, didn't she, baby? Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. like that. I want to look and do whatever I want. That no. baby. What I want. Very bad, baby. Baby, I'm here to... I'm here to uh, remind you that in five minutes, you can start kicking away, okay? Five minutes, actually. (laughs) That's right, because you've been very, very behaved all morning long. Yeah, I have, haven't I? Yeah. You have, and in just a few minutes, we don't care, so go ahead and kick away. Oh, I'm sorry, I said that out loud, baby, but that's okay. Mommy's not listening anyway, so are you comfortable? Did you say something? What? Exactly, that's right. Uh, Are you... Are you still comfortable in there, baby? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I am. I like it, but uh, I can tell it's getting a little cramped in here. So baby, we need you... to get uh, um, maybe some people from HGTV to expand these walls. Get it oh. out. Get it out. Maybe some of the team that did the Brady renovation can uh, can it can renovate the womb a little bit. How's okay. that? Okay. Now, yeah. baby, you're you're a new vegetable today. Do you know that? I am. What am I? That's right. Let's check with mommy. Yeah, mommy? you are a new vegetable. Yeah. Do we know what vegetable baby Thursday. is today? That's right. Uh, let me see here now. Pull up your chart. Yeah. I pulled away my microphone from the from your womb, so that's why. I'm... Oh, okay. All right. That's right. Let's see what you're. Let's see what the baby oh, is here. today. Because mm-hmm. I forgot even what it was last week, so I, I'm behind a couple weeks. We've been what? a cauliflower, yes. Oh, last week you were a cauliflower? Yeah, yep. Okay. Oh, today we're week 26. Lettuce. Whoa. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> lettuce. <laughs> Your lettuce. That yeah. seems awfully large. Yeah, we can Baby. We're getting there. Baby. Yes. What? You're, a, you're ahead of lettuce, baby. Did you hear that? 
I'm a head of lettuce. <laughs> That's right. You're a cute little head of lettuce. Do you smell that, baby? Take what? a big whiff. Take a big whiff right now, baby, before we say I goodbye. I can't smell through amniotic fluid, but okay. <laughs> Take a big whiff. Okay. Do you smell that? Yeah. Can you can you say Steve Patterson? Oh, I, I do smell Steve Patterson. Oh, yeah, there That's he right. is. Look at that. Steve Patterson. Who smells him coming? Oh, That's right. very cramped in here. That's right. <laughs> oh, whoa. He's coming into the room with me. That's I right, didn't baby. Know. Yes. Do you want to say the real baby, not imposter baby? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> real baby. Any, yeah. Anything you want to say to Steve Patterson? Oh, he smells just so classy and delicious. There we go. <laughs> Bye, baby. Bye. There's Alexis's baby live from her womb. Wow, yeah. yeah wow. Especially I felt with like you I, in there. It reminded me of Project Down and Dirty last year. I felt like they pushed me out and suddenly I'm in the middle of a scene. You're but yes, you're you're in a womb, you but you're not know. the baby. <laughs> yeah. But you're you're, you're in else? there. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Alexis, for being <laughs> no. there. It's okay. By the way, Alexis, have you experienced this yet? Uh might be a touch early. Oh, but okay. uh because my wife is eight months pregnant now. Yeah. Lord. When, How's she doing? Um, you know, not good. She's ready for it to end. Um, but the baby got hiccups. Oh. And your baby can have hiccups oh where for gosh. like two minutes it's just a... And then you just feel this rhythmic... It's not quite a kick. It's just this little like full body wow, shake I for like two minutes. Really that. interesting. Oh, yeah. I, I have not felt that yet, but I, oh, I hope yeah. my baby gets hiccups. That's oh, a good sensation. This, yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, on that so lovely cool note. Weird, all sorry, that was time. weird. My bad. No, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. No. Don, Don and Steve coming up next. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. <laughs> baby, are you okay over there? <laughs> Have a great day, everyone. We love you so much. We'll talk tomorrow.